Welcome everybody to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Um, we'd start our show off as we'd normally, but we would be apt to not mention the passing of maybe one of the greatest backstage interviewers of all time, and that being Mean Gene Okerlund. Uh, unfortunately, this week it was announced that he had he has passed on. Uh, he is going to the big backstage promo in the sky. Um, and he's going to be dearly missed. Uh, we'll talk about it in full detail getting into the show, but to start the show off, we're going to uh, start it with a 10-bell salute. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 400 and in the tens, right? 400 something? 413. 413. Jinx. 413. Jinx. Everybody owes me beer, and we thank you very much for listening to this podcast you can find this on itunes if you're listening on itunes make sure you rate review and subscribe google play stitcher radio uh most importantly markingout.com where you can find all of our past episodes little bios about ourselves and then that will redirect you to prowrestlingtees.com slash out where the wrestle kingdom 13 sale is happening right now if you're listening to it as it had started on january 3rd 12 p.m central time and is going till january 7th at 12 p.m. Central Time, use the coupon code WrestleKingdom and get 20% off everything. I know people have been buying Market Nut shirts, and we appreciate that. Uh, maybe you want to buy uh, an All Elite Wrestling shirt because those are up, and they're probably sold out to holy heck. Maybe you want to buy that cool new Drew Gulak shirt that looks like uh, the Duck Hunt, which is awesome, and I want to buy that right now. Or maybe you want to buy just uh, some random shirt. I know uh, I'm looking at it right now. Rosemary's got some new shirts up there, which are pretty cool. Uh, maybe you want to buy that Tommaso Ciampa shirt that you can't uh, call Tommaso Ciampa shirt. They have to call it the Blackheart shirt. But Or maybe some injured wrestlers. Buy some because they need money too. ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. Social media-wise, you can follow us on Twitter at out, Facebook.com slash out, YouTube.com slash out. Dramatic pause, dramatic pause, dramatic pause. 11. Uh, watch all those Cooking Brandon episodes and some other stuff that we'll maybe put up on there. Email us, markingout1 at gmail.com. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Dog. I'm also sitting here with Dave, who you can follow on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore Mo. Dave, how you doing? Hi, hi, hi. I'm doing great. How you doing? 
I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And we're also sitting here with the sickest one of all. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. I'm doing awesome as always. That uh, actually sounds like a be- that's, that sounds like the impression of me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Brandon, you're sick. Has that stopped yeah. you from do- having a great week? All I did was New Year's Eve. All of a sudden, did, I guess yeah. it, it must have been like uh, New Year's, the, like the beginning portions of New Year's Eve. Like the early morning. Okay. Oh, Brady, Brady wakes up at his like Nothing. I didn't do anything. Nothing. I didn't leave my house. Nothing happened. Nobody did was even shower? here. Nobody was here. What do you mean? Oh, did I shower? Not... Of course I oh, showered. I mean, did, you, did you clean yourself? Yeah, of course. And also, uh, if you if you don't clean yourself and you don't go anywhere, that's not going to cause you to get sick. Yeah, that's that's no bueno. I actually just I'm just getting over being sick too. Actually, it's I don't get sick. I got sick. The last time I got sick was like 2015 before like the big sickness that I had like what last month or so. The big sickness <laughs> in 1986. <laughs> but but uh Railroad Rudy came over and I'm pretty sure he was the one that got me sick. He was up here from Chattanooga, Tennessee. That is messed up. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I and then that's that's New Year's Eve. I sat and that, that was it. That's big messed one. up. Nothing else, Brandon, this week? Cheesecake Factory? No, no, nothing else was like, it was all New Year's. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was sick. I was going to go to Chili's yesterday, but no, I'm sick. going to hang out with John Goblicon? Who? Who? So this is band. I think I've told you about them, Dave. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I, I missed, yeah. No, it's fine. And their mascot <laughs> is this little goblin named John Goblicon. I thought you were and... asking if I was going to hang out with John at Comic-Con. No, it was John Goblicon, and he tweets all the time about Chili's and how much he loves to Chili's. Um, he follows me, actually. Oh, I, on Twitter. I don't love Chili's, but it's a good. It's it's decent enough. Yeah, that's funny that you said. Wait, John or Job? What did you say at Comic Con? I thought I thought he said the same exact thing you heard. For, for I, know, I, mean, I thought he was asking me about John Silver at Comic Con. I was that completely threw me. Yeah, I was very confused, but that's that's very funny. That is funny. All right, so Brandon had a very uneventful week. Uh, Dave, what about you? How was your week? Uh, my week was really good. You know, uh, we got we did meet up. We did a an escape room. Yeah, we did. We crushed um, it. Yeah, we saved, saved Christmas. How many uh, uh, minutes were left? Twenty. Twenty. Oh, like wow. about around twenty minutes, just over twenty minutes. So yeah, who, it was a forty-five. Was, you had forty-five minutes to escape. Who was the yeah. one that actually like put the key? Like it found every clue or something? Who was we the one? We did a joint effort on this one. I actually yeah. did stuff. Sounded like Dave yeah, everyone... was about to name a name. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say everyone Everyone did their part. I mean, I, I, I started to separate everything out, but the problem is with me, se- I started to separate the greens with the greens, and then I was going to separate the blues with the pinks and stuff, and then I realized that I was mixing them all together because I was colorblind. <laughs> yeah. So so I, at one point, Chris or Rachel or Jen said something about – Separating them, like, well, that's what I'm doing. And then I was just like, well, also I'm colorblind, so they're that's need, not going you, to. You should buy those glasses. Ah, uh, you know, I tried them on once when really? I went to the. Yeah, I tried them on once, and I didn't. I don't think I saw noticed the difference. I, think, I don't know. I think they say it works best outside. Yeah, yeah no, I went outside. Oh. They let me take it outside and everything, and it, everything looked a lot more bright. But I don't know. I think that may have been the biggest difference. But yeah, back to the. Escape room. That was great. We got to hang out uh, after that, um, and 
Yeah, I, I New Year's Eve was a lot of fun because it was a Doctor Who marathon rolling up on BBC up until the ball dropping. Um, so I watched that a lot. And honestly, with the amount of rain that was taking place on New Year's Day, uh, New Year's Eve, the amount of rain and stuff, I figured I was just going to stay in because unfortunately, there's too many, one too many drunk per- people out there. And then add drunk on top of rain and on top of driving, I'm, I'm, Staying home. How yeah. about all those marks that were standing in Times Square in the pouring rain? Yeah, that was I. That's crazy. I'm sure. I'm sure they definitely have sickness. I would like to yeah. know when, but that's not how sickness works. Yeah, I, know. I, I, w- I would love to know when the last time it rained on New Year's Eve was. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't you, remember. Throw in your old Google machine. The old Google machine. Yes, that's it. Yeah. How what was about you? How was yours? New, how was yeah. yours? News years, years, years. <laughs> um, it was good, actually. Um, I was supposed to work at the restaurant that night, um, and then, but I like a month ago, I'm like, hey, listen, if you get me out of work in New Year's to my manager, I said, you get me out of work in New Year's, I'll come and work New, New Year's Day. She's like, all right, fine. Uh, but that didn't look like it was happening. And then at 12:30 that day, one of my coworkers texts me and goes, hey, do you want off tonight? So I was like, heck, yes, I want off tonight. So I had years off, surprisingly, which was fantastic. Um, we made ourselves a nice dinner. Kids went to sleep. We watched a whole bunch of Gotham, trying to get myself uh, caught up because I know it starts tonight. I'm going to miss it, and I think we're like four episodes out. So we'll probably crush that in the next week or so. Actually, looking at my calendar, probably not because I am super busy over the next week. Um, and then New Year's Day, woke up, worked. My manager was still drunk for the night before, which was hilarious. She walked in and just had a big case of the DTs. It was hilarious. Um, and uh, that's that. And then got back to real life. It's just been a lot of sick kids. And I have uh, really been honing my craft on hot toddies, which I've been enjoying ever so much, especially with everybody being sick and whatnot. So I made yeah. a I made a delicious simple syrup to go for my next hot toddy, which might be after this podcast tonight. What kind uh, of syrup? Um, I made a simple syrup out of honey, cloves, lemon, and gi- and like fr- uh, fresh ginger, and I let that like seep and like stew for like twenty five minutes, and then like, I strained it. Like cooking with Brandon fresh ginger, or no, like actual <laughs> ginger root. Uh, so, ginger root. Yeah. So the last time I think it rained on New Year's Eve in Manhattan was two thousand seven. Okay, that's not that far off. And prior oh. to that was two thousand three. The year I graduated high school. Great. I'm old now. <laughs> yeah, you're so old, dude. Mm. 2003 was the rainiest New Year's Day since 1923. Do you guys ever go down to New Year's uh, to the ball dropping? Heck no. I am not getting anywhere near there. I'm, even, I'm like over New Year's. People were waiting at, at starting 7 a.m. To, to like be there. Yeah. That's just dumb. Like what do you do for the full like – your 7 a.m. is ridiculous. Yeah, no, I, I've done it before, but I was lucky enough that I was able to go back and forth between Applebee's and the actual outside area, like the gated area. Um, how, far, so, how far from the Times Square ball were you? Like, where's Applebee's? Oh, I, I'll be honest. I really don't remember. It... It was close enough, but I really don't remember. Were so, you on 50th? You were on 42nd, I would assume, right? 
coming out of Applebee's, I think I made a right. So I, I really don't. After that, I really my memory is so shot at times. I yeah, because so this is over. Regardless, I, I did, this is probably like 2007. I think that's one pro wrestling that comes to the market. You weren't near the the ball. I saw it. Yeah, but you weren't like you had to still like walk and turn a block. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it wasn't okay. right underneath it or yeah, anything. So like that's that. like, eh, yeah. You didn't really, you didn't really do it. You know, it was you were, you were in Times Square, but you didn't really do the whole. Thing. Uh, kind of, I was in, but it's fine. He was in, he was in Manhattan. <laughs> that's that's yeah. right. Uh, let's get off of uh, <laughs> some fun stuff about New Year's. Let's talk about some very sad stuff, and that, as we mentioned in the cold open. Me and Gene Orkelin has left us this past week. Very depressing. I let out a big uh, no when I found out. Um, apparently, it, what it's being reported on TMZ is that Todd Orkelin said that his father suffered multiple broken ribs uh, during a fall at home in Florida, and his health just got worse and worse from there. He was admitted to a nursing home days before his death. And then on Wednesday, he had uh, problems breathing and was rushed to the hospital where he then passed. Uh, really depressing because we saw Mean Gene on WWE programming until like, man, I want to say like six months ago. I think the last WrestleMania. Actually, I think the last time he did something with WWE on screen was uh, Raw 25. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, still very, very upsetting. Uh, I mean, I know all of us have watched him for a very long time since we were uh, children and stuff like that. And it's really unfortunate. I mean, my reaction when I saw it, I, I it was on TV. They did a little thing, a blurb about it on News 12. And I was in the way I was just in the office. And it just so ended up that I caught a patient's uh, sibling. And they their, their reaction to it, like it caught their attention. And I realized that they probably recognized the name, too. And it ended up sparking a conversation with this person who may have been in their 70s uh, on pro wrestling and Mean Gene. And it was it was a conversation where you start to realize how connected the wrestling universe is and how much of an impact, especially when one of the wrestlers unfortunately passes away, how it impacts such a variety of people uh, globally and a variety of ages. And it's so unfortunate with Mean Gene. I follow a great Twitter account on Twitter, obviously. Um, it's called <laughs> at 90s WWE. They post like all these like crazy clips. And like this past week, they've been posting like a lot of mean gene clips, obviously, rightfully so. So it's it, it, just some of this. And then like his Hall of Fame speech, he's like, oh, when I have to die and go to the pearly gates, I want to be buried face down. So. Everybody could kiss my posterior, which was which which was spectacular. So I like yeah. I like the the one video that that was being passed around of him interviewing the was it Natural Born Thrillers? Okay, was it? No, not Natural Born Thrillers. I want to forget what their names are. In WCW, the group Sean O'Hare, Mark Jindrak, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. and all them. And uh, he's like complete. It makes like it makes no sense, but he's like cursing, not cursing, but like. As if he's cutting a promo on them. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, I, I always go back to that, like, his clips from his appearance in Ready to Rumble. I love uh, you, Mean Gene. I do. Yeah, I mean, and then just, 
his iconic interviews. I mean, I was watching one of him with Bret Hart and Mr. Perfect, uh, King of the Ring, and he the way that he set up and made the interview flow between the uh, two of them really was unbelievable. It's so unfortunate. I think uh, he he dropped the F-bomb too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's very iconic. Yeah, it's fun to see clips of him breaking too. Uh, I know a lot of those were getting passed around. But I think one of my favorite clips was from WrestleMania 20 where Jonathan Coachman, Eric Bischoff, sent him around Madison Square Garden to like find The Undertaker because it was when Undertaker was re-debuting. Oh yeah, that's right. And they were back like, to back as the dead man. And they heard like noises coming from the the basement in the garden, and he he approaches it, and all of a sudden Bobby Heenan pops out of, or no, uh, Mean Gene Oakland pops out of the thing. And he goes, oh, it's Madison Square Garden, uh, the pipes. I'm checking the pipes, and then uh, Heenan pops out, and he goes, what were you two doing in there together? And he goes, uh, we were playing poker. <laughs> <laughs> and then it turns out he goes, No, I hear other voices in there and then May Young and Mula come out and they start making out with the with me and Gina and, and Oh Bobby boy. And, yeah, you know, he he seems like he was just a a good person and a gentle soul and you know, from every all the stories that people say of him about him and just very unfortunate. Our, our uh condolences and thoughts go out to him and his uh his family and his friends. Um, at this very, very trying time, uh, and his out- outreach was amazing, was outstanding. So, always keep, uh, always keep me and Gene in your, uh, in your hearts. That's awesome. That's me for sure. Awesome. He, and keep on studying those tapes if you're looking into being a commentator or anything like that, or, or an interviewer. He's definitely the person you want to be studying from. Absolutely. But let's get on to uh, some more positive talk. We're going to get on to the in- outside the ring stuff and all the indie stuff and all the not WWE stuff first because there was a whole bunch of it. Um, let's start off. So it's it's been, it's New Year's Eve. The clock is about to hit. It's 11.59. Then all of a sudden, 12 o'clock, Happy New Year. And what did the Young Bucks drop on us on Twitter? AEW. All Elite Wrestling what has been speculated for months is actually going to happen. It's going to be a thing, but not only that, there is going to be a second all-in. This one is going to be called All-In, Double or Nothing. Uh, Huge way to start off 2019, boys. Oh, I definitely agree with you, and I love the fact that they're having a rally on the 8th um, right right across the street from SmackDown. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, at uh, TIAA Bankfield, that's where the Jacksonville Jaguars play. They're not going to be. They're not in the playoffs at all. Um, but we got some more, inf- like some more in depthness on all of all of all, all, uh, all elite wrestling. Uh, their shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com. Use the coupon code WrestleKingdom save twenty percent. Um, but uh, Tony Khan, who is a co-owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, he's serving as the president for all elite wrestling. From what I read from various sources and stuff like that, he's taking a hundred million dollars to put into this venture. Wow. Yeah, that's what I that's what I read. <laughs> yeah, wow, both of you jinx. Um, and Cody Rhodes is going to be is serving as the executive vice president along with the Young Bucks. Uh, Brandy Rhodes is going to be a chief brand officer, which I think is a very smart move. Um, and then SCU that means Kazarian, Christopher Daniel, Scorpio Sky are going to have some sort of role in this as well the only uh, 
the the Bucks and Cody and Hangman are all going to ha- have on-screen roles as performers as well. But one of the first people that they have signed uh, is Britt Baker. Dr. Dr. Britt Baker. We saw her all in in that amazing uh, four women's uh, match, four corners women's match, which was outstanding. You know, there could have been rumblings of her going to NXT because her boyfriend is Adam Cole. But it seems, like, she, it seems like she's taking this avenue. And I think it's a smart signing on AEW's part to put her, you know, maybe as a focal point in that female division. You know, even if it's, um, if her aspirations is to become a WWE superstar, I think that this is a great, uh, start. And I think it's going to, if they don't know who she is or what she's about, this will definitely put her. She's been on uh, next team before. Yeah. Well, well, this will definitely make her stand out even further. But what I'm reading too, is that they're offering people contracts. For this, so like this, I wasn't could... offered a contract because no one wants you, Brandon. Well, I want rude. you. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, that was mean of me. You I'm weren't not... offered a contract either, Ben Roasted. <laughs> uh, uh, am I a free agent? No, am I going on? I mean, maybe you are. Well, well, I guess now's the time to let you guys know. Um, you guys may not have been offered con- a contract, but uh, no, you can get sued for what you're about to say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I I think that this announcement is great. I love it. Uh, And I'm so excited to see what's going to happen. I mean, there's so many rumblings about will people that are um, kind of frustrated with WWE, are they going to leave WWE to go to All Elite Wrestling? Does this include guys that we've heard before? Ziggler. Um, So many names come up and it's going to be interesting. 2019 really starting off with a bang. Well, not even like that, too, but on, like, a smaller scale, uh, Beyond Wrestling said they're going to be releasing, like, a, a weekly show, which I think is which is awesome. You have MLW. There's so many promotions now that have their own weekly show on some sort of YouTube or on some sort of cable station and whatnot. So, like, there's, there's things outside the WWE. Do you think that all the re- elite wrestling could match what WWE has? Because I was reading things that maybe like this might be on TNT or TBS, which would be huge on like a Tuesday night slot because SmackDown's moving to Fridays. Well, it's still rumored that Chris Jericho and Jim Ross are involved somehow. Yeah. And not to mention Bill Goldberg followed and got that follow back. So then there's more rumors that, oh, my God, Bill Goldberg might be involved. Oh my God! Manny Machado followed the Yes Network and all the, these Yankee people the other day. Is he signed by the Yankees? No, he's not. For now, well, that's for how now. the internet works. <laughs> for yeah. now, I mean, same thing. I mean, look at Triple H when he followed Ricochet, and Ricochet followed Triple H, and then look what happened with that. But I think that it is very exciting, and like I don't know if it will. Give realistically, I don't know if it will give competition to WWE right now, but it has to grow. Like right it, now w- it would have been huge if their like big first like all in double or nothing was was WrestleMania weekend. But but like but here's the thing now, it's not an all in because if it's going to be funded by all of elite wrestling and this guy Tony Khan is going to be backing this thing, this isn't like an all in. But aspect where the I, Cody, where Cody Rhodes and the Bugs are. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It, it's it, not all in yeah, for it, for them, as in like, oh my God, we're sinking our. I'm, I'm sure they're still sinking some sort of money into it, 
I but, bet you, but are they putting all of their money? No, they had. Right, they have this money. Mar- they have this money mark that's gonna fund no, this. No, but I, I think I think that it's still it was still advertised as an all in event, though. Okay, but I, but I'm saying like obviously it's an all in because if it does bad, then where do you go from there? You have all elite wrestling still. You still have somebody fun back in back in the. Uh, and then say they do another I, event and it's bad. It's not going to be bad because I don't know why. Because there's so many wrestling internet wrestling fans out there that bash the WWE and their product every single week. That will still go to this because it's an alternative. Why do you think like Why do you think New Japan got hot over the past couple of years? Is because people were looking for alternatives. Ones. Well, look at how but, quickly New Japan also got cold. Yeah. Well, I I agree with you I know. agree with that too. But th- then again, what are they hopped on now? Now they're all behind the elite. They're all behind the young bucks. It's go ahead. No, Dave. no, keep it going. No, I, I lost my train of thought. Okay, there. Uh, sorry about that. No, it's um, fine. Do, do you think that they will give competition to WWE off the start, or do you think over time, like, I what's your mentality gonna, with that? Depend if they can if they can secure a time like uh, TNT or TBS. From what I'm reading, that's huge. Because, but here's the here's the thing though with that, a lot of WWE's viewership is people that don't watch anything else. So, you're gonna get the small niche of independent wrestling fans that see this thing now, but that are gonna you know hop on ship with all elite wrestling. You're going to have the people, the, the Ring of Honor fans and the, the New Japan fans, but that's not on that on that's not the global entity that is WWE. I'm Those happy people, that, what's that? No, I was going to say I'm happy that you mentioned the global aspect because I think that's going to be one of the big reasons why it's not going to be a WWE level. What if, what if the elite is the one that's that? What if they're the ones killing the town? What do you mean? Well, because, I mean, ROH over the past few years got hotter and hotter because of the Young Bucks, as did New Japan Pro Wrestling. They both leave. What if the what if the towns are dead? I don't think the towns are dead. Well, Dave just People... said, look how, look, how, look how fast New Japan fizzled out. I, don't, I mean, it's not like, obviously it's not like, it's not dead. Well, I think that it really did fizzle out after the Bullet Club started slowing down and uh, Nakamura left and all of those guys. I mean, I, I don't think it... But then it, it boosted back up when Jericho came in. And yeah, like, no. Like, it, it, it Naito, all those guys. So, But, I mean, all the wrestling is going to be fun. Um, let's pop... Since we just mentioned New Japan, let's pop onto it. Wrestle Kingdom 13 is this weekend. What is it, Saturday? Sunday? Monday? It's, it's right now. Today. Have, oh, it's tonight. Yeah, January yes. 4th. Yes. Okay, so tonight at 2 a.m., I'm going to have to wake back up. No, because I'll probably just watch it over the weekends. Um, <laughs> New Japan Wrestle Kingdom 13, uh, emulating from the Tokyo Dome. Your main event of the evening is going to be Kenny Omega defending his IWGP Heavyweight Championship against Tanahashi. This is a dream matchup. This is a hands-on dream matchup for anybody that likes New Japan. Um your Intercontinental Championship will be on the line when Chris Jericho defends against Naito in a no-DQ match. You saw them at the uh, New Japan Fest get into it. Chris Jericho powerbomb Naito through a table, not a Japanese table. We just spoke about them, the Elite. 
they're going to be in action. Cody's going to be defending his United States Championship against Juice Robinson. I would not be surprised if we saw a title change here. You got the Young Bucks that are going to be in action as well for those uh, junior heavyweight uh, tag team championships. Nope. It's going to be Gorillas of Rob, Destiny. You're wrong. Huh? It's not the junior. They're heavyweights now. Oh, yeah. Heavyweights, heavyweights. Gorillas of Destiny taking on Los Inganables de Japan, taking on Young Bucks. Is, yeah, it, like, is it dumb, though, that it's like basically a guarantee that nobody from All Elite will win? I, I hope for a like, swerve in that. Like, what, like, is Kenny Omega part of this? Nobody knows yet, but... Nobody knows, but maybe if he does lose the title, we'll see some sort of clarity there. And then let's, I mean, Jericho. Yeah. Yeah. Jericho. Why don't they you get that's a, a, like a little partnership with New Japan? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, a uh, non-title match, you're going to have Okada take it on Jay White. That's going to be a huge match. Yeah, that is big. Isn't, I, isn't he the uh, Intercontinental? Oh. What is Jay White? He's nothing. Uh, Intercontinental is a Y2J. That's right. Okay. He's but the anyway, you can, the find, Club. you can find this on New Japan World. You can find this on the Fight TV app. So, yeah, and, you know, hopefully we'll get around to, we'll get around to watching some of it. No, Dave Meltzer's already uh, giving uh, the uh, live stream feed uh, eight stars to this. It's true. Yep. It's true. Also, uh, this he gave weekend... out sixty-four stars to <laughs> in total. Yeah, just because uh, Omega's in action. Yeah, just be... no, just because he's watching highlights right now of Omega on the uh, <laughs> live stream, like the kickoff show. It's just sixty-four stars. Oh, yeah. uh, anyway, I, also, I also this weekend something a little bit lesser. Then New Japan, Impact Wrestling. I've spoken about it for months. I'm really happy with what they're putting on. I don't like the fact that they're changing stations, though, from Pop TV to... Do you get it? No. Pi- what is- what's the channel? Pioneer Network? Yep. That sounds like such a Canadian network. <laughs> well, everything. <laughs> no. The only thing that's on it is, like, hunting shows. <laughs> we don't get it. Who gets it? Brock right? Lesnar. I wanted yeah. to. I I liked skimming through episodes of Impact. Uh, I, there's there's one there's one channel on TV that all they do is play Impact Wrestling. All they do is I think it's the Fight Fight Network. Yeah, well, I don't get. Wait, how do you have that? I don't know. It's a one like it's what? in in there. Yeah, every hour it's like a new TNA or Impact. Uh, kind of a deal, but yeah. So the only thing that have the only thing that actually irked me with the impact on Pop, which I'm sure will continue once it goes to the Pioneer Network, is them airing old stuff in the middle what? of the episodes. Oh, like that? Like yeah, no. But that's just a, a thing for people to see to get onto that the Global Fight Network. Yeah, I like it. I, I like it. It's cool. I mean, at but, least it's not like them saying like NXT champion Bobby Roode or anything like they did before. But yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> well, the next event is Impact Wrestling Homecoming. Uh, you're going to be having Impact taking... World Championship on the line. Johnny Impact taking on Brian Cage. Yeah, and this is actually option C. You know that whole Austin Aries gimmick when he won the uh, world title. That's still a thing. And Brian Cage has been undefeated, and he's cashing in against Johnny Impact. Um, do you know why it's called Homecoming, Dave? Why is that? Because Nashville. they are back in the asylum in Nashville, Tennessee. 
So, so that's why it's a nice little homecoming. Know what that means? <laughs> yeah, I, I go on, but I really don't know. Like, okay, so before they had the Impact Zone in Universal Studios Orlando, Florida, they had the Asylum in Nashville, Tennessee. And that's where all like their midweek pay per views and stuff like that, and that's where like all their first TV airings were. So, oh, gotcha. Yeah, um, the tag team titles will be on the line with LAX, who have had a unbelievable run as. TNA Tag Team Champions will be facing off against the Lucha Bros um, just because Brian Cage had to forfeit his X Division title, there will now be an Ultimate X match for a new X Division champion Jake Christ, Ethan Page, Rich Swan, Trey Miguel, who impressed the heck out of me when I saw him a couple weeks ago on Impact um, and that'll be great, it's gonna be fun it'll be on pay-per-view Maybe I'll try to get around to watching that this week as well. Gail Kim will be a uh, special gift flash free for Tessa Blanchard versus Ty Valkyrie. Yeah, you got LAX in action defending their tag team you championships really don't against the Lucha any, Bros. You really don't listen to a word I say, do you? No, you're talking really quickly. I know, because I'm trying to bang out all this stuff. Well, you have so we... LAX versus Lucha Bros. <laughs> <laughs> tag team championships. You got, a, you got a Monsters Ball match. Yeah, Abyss, Eli Drake. Abyss taking on Eli Drake. What would Homecoming be without a Monsters Ball? I know, absolutely. So go check it out on pay-per-view and uh, on the Pioneer Network. It's not going to be on the Pioneer <laughs> Network, but I think that happens that way next week. Like, that's like that's a, a network I would expect, that Shawn Michaels hunting show. Remember when that <laughs> was? Is that Macmillan Adventures? Is that still a thing? I have no clue. I don't like, even why, know. That... Well, is he, like, could you have picked, like, where did you get, like, oh, hey, we got a meeting with the Pioneer Network. I think we're going to do it. What, what, Pop, what, come on. Why did you let why'd you let them go? I don't know. Why did you get know. a meeting with Animal Planet? I have that at least. <laughs> <laughs> right between tanked and too cute. It's gonna be impact wrestling. Okay, it's impact. Steve Irwin's son has a new show. Yeah. I yeah, plugged, plugged it on the show. I enjoy it. Oh, it's yeah, it's called Crikey, it's the Irwins. Yeah. It is. And apparently his son's like a really big uh, photographer now. Yeah, he's won awards for it. Hmm. Interesting. All right, let's get to one last piece of news here before we uh, take a break so Brandon can go use his neti pot. Um, I don't use this that. Week, why not? That thing's great. It creeps me out. Oh, no, it's awesome, man. I am a big fan of the neti pot. It's... No, yeah. pouring, pouring water into my nose is just... Ugh. Into your nose and out the other nostril. Like, I've had spaghetti go through my nose <laughs> and into my throat where I could, like, floss it, but... Ew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I can't... I could never do that neti pot thing. Oh, you're missing out. All right, let's talk about Tony Storm. Uh, she's going to have a big match coming up next weekend at NXT TakeOver uh, UK Liver, Liverpool? Blackpool. Blackpool. Sorry. Um, against Rhea Ripley for the NXT UK women's title. Uh, but this week, some scumbag uh, p- posted some uh, leaked photos of her that may or not be without clothes on. Why, uh, why, why the may? Because I haven't seen them. Oh, yes. Yes. It's, the unfortunately, room? they are nude photos. Unfortunately, there's a video of her uh, being nude in it. Um, she deleted graphic, all her social media too. Yeah, graphic video. Uh, she did delete all of her social media accounts. It's very unfortunate that after everything that went around with Paige, uh, now it's taking place with someone else. 
Um, and it, it, it's just awful. And then you have everybody on Twitter really like just bringing it to her attention, but also you have people I, attacking. I, I saw people complaining that like, oh, these pictures weren't good enough. It's like, what? Like these pictures weren't even meant for you. Like who? Yeah, like, they're not yeah, even. These pictures you. weren't meant for you. Mark, sit down. Like that's like yeah. the quite possibly the dumbest thing I could have possibly have thought to have seen, and, I, and people were doing it. I, I think it's totally awful. You know, there's no reason why. I I think it's awful that people are still sharing stuff on. Uh, I, I would never trust anything online, I, like on uh, iCloud. No, I, 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 I understand. Yeah, I would never trust anything like that because you never know what could be hacked and what what people will take from you. And it's just unfortunate that it's happening more and more. But uh, again, you don't you don't know if it was an iCloud account or anything. I, I thought from it what I read just that it been was a, an it could, I don't know. It could have been a phone. Yeah, I don't know how technology works. Yeah, it, it's just awful, you know, and. It's you, you see a lot of the pro wrestling community um, coming together to in support for Tony Storm. There was a Twitter hashtag we support Tony and we support Tony Storm, um, and it, it's just awful that people will go to such lengths in order to uh, to do this awful stuff um, and just expose people or whatever. Uh, it's just awful. Yeah. It, it 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 stinks, you know. Especially this girl is now becoming a staple of the NXT UK uh, television show, and now she has to deal with this. You know, no one, no one, no one wants to deal with this. But also, and I think you said it before, when you have some sort of celebrity cred, everybody will be out to get you, and try to bring you back down to earth. I mean, look what happened with, and I've mentioned this too. A while ago, with Jessica Havoc, you know, she was gonna, about to be signed by WWE, and then some, you know, some internet wrestling trolls creeped out of from underneath their bridge and posted tweets from like five years before that of her making what could have been as an alleged, you know, race racist tweet, and she didn't get a job. I mean, you always have to, you have to look. You always keep one. Be conscious of what you're doing, you know. Like, yes, she po- yes she took those photos of herself, or somebody posted of her, but she has to think of the the reaper. Think of you know, will this bite me in the bite me in the butt? Yeah, but that's yeah, not, I, shouldn't it be a thing? I I know, but in I, this day I, and age, with the amount of internet hacking that's going on, yeah, you always have to be cautious of that stuff. I I agree with Chris on this, and I told Brandon that earlier. I think that people really have to have more be less foolish in regards to saving um, their private uh, videos and photos and and be less trustworthy, whether it's Google Documents, Google Drive, iCloud, whatever the case is, even your email. Uh, I think that people have to be, in general, not just Tony Storm, just everyone in general has to be more conscious of what they are um, and aware of what they're doing and that they're not safe. Unfortunately, yeah, that, that yeah. Unfortunately, that is the like you just said. Unfortunately, that is the technic uh, technology era that we are in, um, and that is a, a huge topic of the conversation. Yeah, but, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, 
So, but yeah, no, that's uh, that's what we have for news and notes this week and indie stuff and not indie stuff. So let's take a uh, quick break, Ski. And uh, we'll come back and talk about the world of uh, sports entertainment here on Marking Out. This is the Uncle Jesse of pro wrestling, and you're welcome for the Full House retrosexual AG Anthony Green. And you're listening to Marking Out. And we are back on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by pro wrestling fans. Uh, let's get into the rowdiest new year of 2018, and that was Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Dude, no. Why does that? Why does that sound like something that would have been out of like Spaceballs? I don't know. He said rowdiest, so I went to my Piper impression. Oh, yeah, that's not what you're supposed to do. For man. some reason, I thought it was well, like. I mean, you said rowdiest. <laughs> Can you get freakiest, maybe? Monday night nitro. Yeah, kicking off the new year with a steel cage match. What better way? To kick off the new year. Steel cage match. Drew McIntyre picking up the victory over Dolph Ziggler. Good match. Yeah. I enjoyed the uh, the aftermath as well. Just uh, mm-hmm. kept beating the heck out of Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler kept trying to get up. And uh, no. Drew McIntyre kept beating him down. Yeah. Uh, big fan of that. And I I love McIntyre's headbutt. Yeah. It's it, a good one. I, and I, I also I appreciate the fact that they kicked it off with the steel cage match. Yeah, and, and I I also like the fact that it was a good match. Mm-hmm. Up next, Seth Rollins was out there demanding that Dean Ambrose get out there, demanding for a rematch for that Intercontinental Championship, and instead of those those uh, annoying air air raid sirens, Triple H mm-hmm. came out, and he goes, "You no longer get a rematch. That's a thing of the past." Those don't exist anymore. And uh, the the promo between them kind of reminded me of uh, Eddie Guerrero trying to hype up Chris Benoit at WrestleMania 20 backstage when he goes, well, I forget the promo, but it was a really good promo. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> it was something like, uh, like, like Eddie was kind of like, not not like, he was trying, he was being like, I don't know how to say this without cursing. <laughs> He was being rude to Chris Benoit to try to fire him up. And Benoit's like, I believe, I believe. And that's like Triple H is like, kind of like, you know, I believe in you, but then you like, you you beat me and et cetera, et cetera. So it was kind of like a heelish promo from Triple H, but at the same time he was putting putting Rollins over. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like Rollins is like, I've been the guy carrying Monday Night Raw for the past year. Lesnar hasn't been here. It's been He's right. He's absolutely right. And I think the segment as a whole was great up until the fact that he announced Lashley versus Rollins. Everyone seemed to be enjoying themselves. And then they go, and Triple H goes, you'll be facing Bobby Lashley. And people, like, literally, you could hear, like, the air just deflate out of the ground. Yeah, it was pretty awful. (laughs) But And then Shane McMahon came out to announce the uh, Fresh Start Battle Royal number one contendership. Uh, of the Intercontinental Championship, which took place right after that. Uh, Apollo Crews picked up the victory. Baron Corbin was in there. B-Team, Kurt Hawkins, Finn Balor, Lucha House Party, Ascension, Mojo, uh, No Way Jose, Titus O'Neil, Zack Ryder as well. Zach, so Zack Ryder got 
a victory. I mean, got a match on Monday Night Raw in 2018 and took to the last one. I think that that's awful because I, I and I kind of wait. Think what's that the only... what's awful? Which part? Well, the Zack Ryder part. I think that the only reason why they booked him for this match was just so he could say that no. he wasn't booked the entire year on Raw and there's, use that as a there's no in way his promos. There's huh? no way. It was just the rest of the roster. I yeah. They, they used I, every single person on that roster, I believe. I Monday. don't know. He he could have he could have rolled with that entire. I didn't have a match all year. Could have rolled with it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't. Yeah, but he was on main event every single week. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the one thing that was kind of annoying. We spoke about this basically last week, because this this was almost identical to the match that I saw at the Garden where Apollo Crews earned an Intercontinental Championship uh, number one contender thing. So it's like, it's weird that they, like, it's weird that that was even a thing at the Garden. Like, they didn't announce it until after the fact. But I thought it was was cool. Uh, I mean, it it came down to Hawkins, Ryder, Corbin, and Crews. Yeah. That's I, I marked out for the just that even final four. Like, could you imagine if that was a Royal Rumble? How like <laughs> you would definitely oh, be man. freaking out. Oh, big time! But like Hawkins when he went to go square up against Corbin was like got cheered. He was getting yeah. cheered when when Ryder squared up with Corbin. He was getting cheered. They did the Broski boot woo woo thing before he got eliminated. Yeah, maybe it's time you push these guys. One can only hope. I mean, I did like the finish of it where uh, Xavier uh, Woods, uh, where Cruz hit the Insiguri right into Baron Corbin. I also like how he gets out of that choke slam to the backflip. Which yeah. uh, I think is another thing is that, like, maybe people find Apollo Cruz boring, like, on the microphone, but now maybe they'll give him a shot as well. People were behind him when he won. It surprised me. Obviously, yeah. I think the the pick there to have won was Finn Balor. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I am happy that like you, that Apollo Cruz didn't win though. He deserves it's, it. It's yeah, it's new opportunities. You know, you got to start getting. You know, you don't want people to be like, oh, they're giving the same person an opportunity again. This is be the fifteenth time we've seen, uh, you know, this person against this person on Monday Night Raw. So giving somebody different. I'm all about it. And, and that's also, it's like, will this turn into people bashing that? Like, why does Apollo Crews deserve it? Like, they bashed Tyler Breeze. Yeah. Well, that was just Road Warrior Hawk. Or Animal. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, up next, Baron Corbin uh, was pissed off about that, that Battle Royal. So he's out there cutting a promo, demanding rewardage. For what he had to do as a general manager, and he gets cut off by Elias. Elias performs a little bit, and then they uh, they brawl, they, they fight throughout the crowd and everything, and uh, Corbin ends up uh, running away. But 2019 might be a big year for Elias. Yeah, I hope it is. I, I That's definitely. For sure. It was like it was a really good like fight through the crowd segment. Yeah. Yes, so far Raw was doing a really good job. I mean, and then after you had Bailey, Ember Moon, and Sasha Banks pick up the victory over the Warride Squad, um, it was a part of this match that I really liked where Liv Morgan was set up in the turnbuckle ready to take the double knees by Sasha Banks. 
Uh, and Ruby Riot pulled her right out of that turnbuckle right as um, Sasha Banks was coming down with the knees. And it was perfect. Speaking of that, uh, did you know Ruby Riot still has a storm for us and tees? Yeah, yeah. A high lovely story. That's pretty cool. Nah. So that's Diana I think it's uh, safe to say that the first half of 2019 will be kind of focused on Bailey and Sasha as a tag team together. Especially if they're getting those women's uh, tag team titles, pal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely, I, I honestly, I don't see anyone else getting those titles except for them. I don't know. Hopefully it's iconic. I don't see that, though. I don't either. Realistically, it's going to be. The all, I mean, Banks think about it. The only team that they've actually built up for for months now is is Bailey and Sasha. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I could see Charlotte and Becky Lynch being up there too, uh, in the match, uh, no, facing them for it. I don't think so. You don't see that they could pair them together. No. All right. So, what did you think of this match, though? I thought it was good. No. Next up, you had Bobby Lashley alongside Leo Rush picking up the victory over Seth Rollins by DQ. It's almost so like made up heat that Leo Rush has. It's I don't funny. Know if you guys are noticing. It's yeah. funny that. Yeah. Well, what, in what way? Where's the who's the who's making it up? No, on Twitter. Oh, I didn't. I didn't notice that at all. Uh, but uh, it's funny that Leo Rush got involved in the match, but that wasn't a DQ. Because Rollins controlled it, it was Rollins who caused the DQ. Just grabbed the chair and just nonstop beating the crap out of Bobby Lashley with it. Yeah, I, I loved Leo Rush evading Seth Rollins during this match. Yeah, I mean, that, was another, the, that was another good thing. Yeah, it was fun to watch him evade and really just very slick the way that he was getting out of it. But then, of course, I. Uh, wasn't able to evade the curb stomp later on. Yeah, and that's part of that was that was after everything was over. But as boring as Bobby Lashley is, I thought the ending of this segment was really entertaining. Yeah, I thought that was, and I, I guess I mean maybe partly because of Rollins and Leo Rush, but yeah, majorly maybe. I should say <laughs> because of that. <laughs> I mean, but, they got to I guess keep on using Leo Rush to help boost Bobby Lashley. So. And- so Bobby Lashley has that new T-shirt on WWE Shop. He has a new shirt. Yeah, it's I forget what the the front the front might just say Bobby Lashley, but on the back it says Lashley Lashley. <laughs> do you think Bobby Lashley gets all of it, or do you think he splits it with with Leo Rush? It's his name. But like he's the one that came up with that. Split what? These mi- oh, these mineral washers. They're brought. I don't uh, know if they make any profit per sure. You don't think they get merchandise? The, they definitely the, have says to, no? The all the almighty. I don't think they do. How could I they not? Think, I wouldn't think that they get royalty off of the I t-shirt sales. I would 100% sales. think that. Yeah, I don't this know. Ron Strowman mineral wash get these hand shirts is pretty awesome. Uh, it's, uh, ask, like Black Sabbath. I didn't we'll have to Black ask Black uh, Sabbath. Next person that we see that's in WWE or knows someone, we'll have to ask. I liked I liked the Elias one and the yeah because uh, it's Johnny Cash. The uh, oh, they have a Johnny Cash one for him. No, yeah, well, no. Wait, it's why a, it's do you? Spoof. It's not. Well, who are they? All spoofs? I believe because Ronda Rousey is definitely ACDC. Oh, wait, I didn't now I gotta that. see this. And then I was gonna say I liked like Rollins's was cool. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Who I mean, who would AJ be? 
I don't know. Is Alexa Bliss a Disney shirt? I don't know. No, that could be a um, God's in this map. In this, <laughs> this the best they ever did. Um, Alexa Bliss. There's a band called In This Moment. Kind of looks like that. I don't know, but anyway. I wonder if, like, if if anyone else like said this. Yeah, well, that Braun Strowman shirt is a complete ripoff of a Black Sabbath album. I forget which album. The font and everything like that. The Elias one is is the Johnny Cash gimmick. I didn't even like. That's so weird. I didn't even notice that at all. Yeah. Wait, yeah. the soft wash, or no, the, 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 the mineral, mineral ones. Wash. Oh yeah, look at that, Volume Four. Yeah. Wait, who are we looking at? For Black uh, Sabbath, for for Braun Strowman. Black Sabbath Volume Four. Let's see. I'll post the uh, picture. Oh, in there. Yeah. Let's see. I did not notice it. I, I wonder if there's like a list, like if anyone like. Oh wow! This band is this. Huh? Oh, I'm gonna do card yes. tricks. That Macho <laughs> Man does look really cool, though. Ma- what? Yeah. What do you mean, Macho Man? He didn't have one. It's uh, oh, look at the acid acid wash. Sorry, went too far down. Yeah, you went way far down. Yeah. Jeez. All right, let's continue on. What was uh, after this? It was Jinder Mahal and the Singh Brothers defeating uh, oh. Heath Slater and Rhino. Well, actually, he must have he must have clicked new Mineral Wash T-shirts, right? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're they're listed right underneath that. But yeah, I mean, this is like always go to TV with your gear sort of thing. Like this, is such a random pairing. Not a random pairing, but a random event that the Singh brothers are just randomly wrestling. Yeah. Like, that completely threw me. <laughs> and they had new gear out of it, too. I don't recall them ever wearing that, at least. So, But it was very interesting. And uh, I thought that spot where Rhino hit the, the belly-to-belly on both of them at the same time. I thought that was that really was cool. cool. Um, but, yeah, Jinder ended up getting the, uh, the win over Rhino. After the Colossal, and uh, parts of me kind of just hope for a three-man band reunion. Never going to happen, sorry. I don't know, <laughs> man. There could be like a serious like heel faction there. No way. All it is takes, it just... is, all it takes no. is Heath Slater to uh, turn on Rhino and... Never happening. Well... Did, did you say Did you say that Finn Balor looks like Slayer or no? It, no, it doesn't really look like Slayer. I well, with the of... sharp, I'm thinking because of the sharp ridges and stuff of that logo. I could see that. It's just more thick instead of thin. Mm, yes. <laughs> I could see that being Slayer. That's cool. So yeah. the next match up was the Intercontinental Championship match. Dean Ambrose successfully retains the title over Apollo Crews. Um, I think it was obvious that Apollo Crews wasn't going to win. Yeah. But it was a damn good showing for him. Amen. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, I hope they continue to push him. And I, yeah. And I hope they continue to push other people that are on the main roster already that just haven't been used. Like, even it goes back, again, not saying... In the Seth Rollins promo, he was talking about how he put everybody over, including Mojo Raleigh. It's been, it's been weeks since we've seen Mojo... He's still here, so maybe we'll see him get pushed soon. 
after that, though, Alexa Bliss was backstage and announced that next week we will see the premiere of A Moment of Bliss, which is the very first uh, women's interview show. Yeah. Really? Which, like, that's what they said, but I would have sworn Laycool had it, but I guess not. But, no way. Uh, Ronda Rousey's going to be the, the first guest. Um, and I really hope she's not done with her in-ring career. Who, I don't think this? she is. Yeah. Uh, she was cleared, but it's just now they got to well, find I mean, somewhere to put was, her. Maybe that's just a rumor. I, I wouldn't. Put on? Yeah, yeah, okay, we heard I thought, you. I don't know. It's like, it's just. The female division is just so kind of stacked right now. So it's like you have to find some place to put her. I hope that's, that's the reason. I mean, I, unfortunately, I would buy into it if they did say that it was still concussion-related reasons because she's still getting headaches. I mean, I could easily buy into that, too. Yeah, word. Word. Word up. All right. Event. Natalia event. and Ronda Rousey. Picking up the victory over Nia Jackson to Mina. Yeah. Yeah, earlier cool. in the night, uh, you had uh, Nia Jax jump Natty from behind. Or kind of. But it didn't even, like, factor into this. No. <laughs> and, I, and I really don't think this should have been the main event. Yeah, unfortunately, I think that they were trying to show... Trying to give the women... Uh, the spotlight yeah, well, yeah, on this it's one. The, it's the first show of the, or the last show of the year, I should say. Yeah, and I don't think it really delivered in that main event. It's, uh, maybe it's unfortunate because the, the first match was such a hot opening. That I mean, like, I would have been, I would have been fine if it ended with the, uh, the yeah. six woman tag. Not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I thought <laughs> yeah, you were no, going to say the like, match I'm prior. Thinking, I thought no, the I mean, Continental Championship match was a hotter match than this. Yeah, but I mean, if you want to end it with a women's match, I would have rather ended it with the six-woman tag. I thought that was better. I, but you got to push your champion. Totally agreed. But, I mean, at least what a year for Ronda Rousey as far as WWE goes. Debuting, yeah. taking the spotlight away from uh, the first-ever women woman to win a uh, Royal Rumble. You know, it took me a long time. When people started saying uh, Ronda Rousey had the, the best year – for as a female wrestler and you really have to think about it and then look at what she's done and accomplished in sh- such a short period of time and then it's you find it very difficult to argue uh against that i mean she had uh she had a, a like very surprisingly good match at wrestlemania nobody was expecting it mm-hmm. at least i don't think any of the three of us were no not at all uh and then yeah she oh, became champion but uh, next week on Monday Night Raw, you're going to have Brock Lesnar live. You're going to have John Cena live. Uh, Revival get their rematch for the tag team titles. Who uh, knows? We'll see. Maybe. What do you mean, maybe? Everything's like, that's all stuff that's been confirmed. <laughs> all right, cool. Let's get uh, on sorry. to SmackDown now. New Day kicking off the show to celebrate New Year's. Okay, New Year. <laughs> Biggie dressed as the New Year's baby. And, and he had like the shiniest feet. I don't know if you guys. I was not looking at Biggie's feet. 
I know, but it's just like, I was just looking. I'm just like, oh, cool. And I'm like, it just it caught me off guard. I don't I know. Was, I was noticing how sharply dressed Kofi and Xavier Woods were. Yeah. And uh, I guess if you want to say the, uh, I mean, the picture of the week kind of ties into this segment, if anything. <laughs> no, it's just, it just it just ties into Brandon being a big baby. Well, and no, we have to thank so. you very much to Optic Decay for making that beautiful picture of Brandon dressed up like a giant baby. Well, it's a New Year's uh, baby. Can, the New Year's baby. You can follow him on Twitter at Optic Decay. He also has a YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash C slash Optic Decay. Check out his great pictures and his drawings. And if maybe you want to commission him to make some drawings of you as a giant baby, New Year's baby. Go follow him at Optic Decay. Um, yeah, once I, once I saw that picture, I'm like, yeah, that has to be the pick of the week. Yep, 8x10s are coming, folks. There were, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a worse version of that that you guys didn't see. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fine. But let's talk about uh, Biggie <laughs> dropping some math. In this promo, yes. what about like Scott? St- I popped, I popped huge for that. Steiner math, Steiner math, which is, is very great. surprising that they allowed him to do it. Yeah, I, yeah. Hey, listen, it got a pop out of me, got a pop out of a bunch of people, but uh, it's saying that the new day will be uh, in the Royal Rumble match, which Kofi's always a big spot to the Royal Rumble. I just hope that they don't force the Kofi spot. They are going to force the Kofi spot. They do it every well, year. What well, if there well, doesn't I, have I to mean, be a Kofi spot because he wins? Well, I I don't mean force it as in I, I mean force it as in give us like a a spot where it's nothing really too special. What I feel if like okay? What of, if yeah? What if it's the final two people and Kofi Kingston thinks he wins or whatever and like goes to get out of the ring and realizes at the last second that there's somebody else that like is just getting into the ring who's been on the outside. It has to like trouble in paradise himself back into the ring or something like that. Ooh, maybe you never know. <laughs> Only time will tell. But Royal Rumble. Something else corner. that that New Day announced is that they were going to give up pancakes for 2019, which doesn't sound great. Big E was eating pancakes. They were forcing him not to, but I mean, I don't want to give up pancakes for 2019. I know IHOP is doing all you can eat pancakes right now, so. I'm surprised that they didn't bring out pancake uh, batter yet. Yeah. Mm. Like a WWE pancake batter? I'm yeah, but surprised. think about how expensive they would charge. I mean, the cereal alone is what, like 12 bucks, 14 bucks? Yeah, about that. That's a yeah. little absurd. They had the ice pop maker, too. Mm-hmm. Never got the ice cream, but... Mm-mm. But, uh, yeah, then they had introduced Jeff Hardy and danced to his music, which is always led. Funny. And this that led into a match between Samojo and Jeff Hardy, which Samojo won. And he earned a spot in the Fatal Five Way match for whoever won that will be facing off against the new Daniel Bryan at Raw Rumble uh, later in the evening. So, But solid match. I knew you guys were probably complaining about Samojo. Uh, it, no, this match didn't make sense. Why? He had. So they're, they're outside of the ring. Joe's got the coquina clutch locked on Jeff Hardy. Almost gets to a 10 count. Joe gets back in the ring. And what does the referee do? Restarts the count. Yeah. That didn't make any sense. And then Jeff makes it in before the 10 count and gets locked in the coquina clutch and loses. Mm. Like, what was the... I'm, like, blown away. That spot completely threw me. What was the point of that? I don't know. And why was it only Jeff Hardy and Samoa Joe that had to qualify for the main event? 
Yeah. It, it, it's just like they threw the title to that. Oh, it's the Pursuit gimmick. Channel Impact's going on. I thought it was the Pioneer oh, Channel. The Pioneer. I'm sorry. It's the same gimmick. It's the same. <laughs> gimmick. There's no. There's no difference. Nope. But so uh, up next, next, you had AJ Styles, um, in the ring. No. Cut in promo. Nope. Vince no. McMahon. Nope. Nope. It was all nope. backstage. Oh yeah, it was backstage. I, I actually wrote down backstage too. And uh, I, it was. Did you like this? Was a weird promo. <laughs> like yeah. AJ Styles walked in, and Vince McMahon and Shane were just sitting there, and it was like it lo- kept looking like they were going to get up and say something, and just didn't. And uh, AJ Styles obviously sticking to the animal, the animal thing, and seeing the real inner AJ Styles, the real AJ Styles, and uh, Vince McMahon like he looked very happy about it. So it's going to be interesting to see where this whole like real AJ Styles thing goes. Like where where would you guys like to see it go? Anyone? I'm not too sure. I'm still. I'm still indifferent with it, this animal thing. I really don't know. Like, could it be Batista? No. Sorry. But like, what, no, I don't, like, I'm I also, don't get it then. I don't get this real AJ Styles thing. Watch them say, like, this we're going to say, well, we wanted the animal, but you've tried, but you're not an animal. This is an animal. And then have Batista attack him. I don't know. Bring he, back Drax. Yeah. Do it up. Because, like, he's trying to push AJ Styles as like no because then they, that would make him more of like a face roll especially against Daniel Bryan because they'll probably put him against Daniel Bryan and Batista has said several times that he doesn't want to come back as a face he wants to come back as a heel so it's like what are you going to do double switch Daniel Bryan and Dave Batista so they're, they are the opposite of what they are actually I don't know does that make mm-hmm. sense People listening, dead air. No, I, I mean, next up, yeah, you had makes a, sense to me. I just don't get the real AJ Styles thing. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, Rusev and Lana were celebrating uh, the U.S. Championship victory, and Nakamura came from behind, hit Rusev with the Kinshasa, and Lana jumps on his back. Which I guess now, when David said last week, Carmella could have just done something to help our truth. Against the real, I mean, the new Daniel Bryan. She could have done that, but Lana got, uh, kind of got hurt here. Nakamura fell on his back, essentially hurting Lana. And then uh, when Rusev went to go check out, well, actually, Rusev uh, hit him with the Mashka kick. Yeah, Mashka kick, and that's what sent Nakamura to go backwards with uh, Lana on his back. Yeah. But and then, and then when like he was said, checking on he him, checked on him, and he got hit with a Kinshasa, and then got hit with another Kinshasa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at least this, uh, this it, it appears as if the the feud between Nakamura and Rusev will not be over. So we'll see where where this leads to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Up what next, uh, Mandy Rose was supposed to be taking on Naomi, and uh, she takes off her shirt to reveal an Usos T-shirt underneath. And she gets chased out of the ring by Naomi, and then the bell rings. And we find out that it's Sonya Deville versus Naomi. And Sonya Deville actually picks up the victory. I like what they're doing here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mandy Rose gets on the mic during the match and goes, Oh, I took a picture in a towel and sent it to Jimmy today. (laughs) And then they show the picture, and that distracts Naomi. Sonya Deville 
she turns around, she gets hit with the, the Shao Ten. That was the Shao move I used to do with with my wrestling figures before I even knew it was a real move. Yeah. I thought there that was go. awesome. I agree. Next up, you had a bunch of Royal Rumble promos and Happy New Year stuff going on. But big uh, one to take I away. Think, I don't think they were Royal Rumble promos. I think they were just New Year resolution. Uh, just resolution? Yeah, and... The the only person that like didn't cut a resolutions promo was Shelton Benjamin. He was saying that he thinks it's time to stop doing these resolution promos, and he tore down the set and popped the balloon. So I'm hoping that this is going to be something like the start of a push for Shelton Benjamin. I said it last week. He's completely underused in WWE. Yeah, they, he they came brought back, him back for no, he, no yeah, reason. They brought right him now. back in in what 2017. The, the night after SummerSlam? Mm-hmm. And they were not night after, the SmackDown after SummerSlam. And they've done nothing with him. He was tag team with Chad Gable, but that was like on and like it, it nothing happened with it. Yeah. So, yeah. and Shelton Benjamin, Shelton Benjamin's literally one of the best pro wrestlers in WWE. I like, feel like you, I feel like you say this every week about somebody else. No, but I don't know who I would have said it about, but Shelton's definitely 100%. You, do you not agree with that? He's good. I, mean, I he's agree. Not, I think he's, I mean, like, amateur wrestling-wise, I don't, I mean, he's never really stuck out to me. Before, yeah, I, before I, Kofi I, Kingston was doing Royal Rumble spots, it was Shelton Benjamin doing killer, like, ladder match spots. Yeah, then yeah. Kofi Kingston was doing killer ladder match spots. Yeah, I, I, and Kofi Kingston is with, one uh, of the best. I, I agree with uh, Shelton Benjamin being overlooked and uh, not not getting being given the chance that he deserves. But he's, not, he's got no gimmick. That's like the thing. Like if he came back with the gold standard, it's, then it's yeah, Shelton hey, Shelton Benjamin. Okay, I'm freaking Shelton Benjamin. I can out wrestle you. I'm better than you. Well, you know who else? Let me might some be better. Movie. That's fine, <laughs> but you know who else might be better? Then Shelton Benjamin, I'll tell you who it is. And that's right, he's back on SmackDown. Up I, next, I apologize up next. if your ears are hurt. Yeah, that just blew out the eardrums. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad people are paying attention. It's not like me when I listen to podcasts at nighttime um, and fall asleep to them. But anyway, John, what does that mean? Do you fall asleep to them? No, I listen to podcasts when I fall asleep. That's what I do. That's what I do. But anyway, John Cena is back, ladies and gentlemen, in a WWE ring. He's got a great head of hair now, uh, and he's coming out and cut a little promo and then was interrupted by the man, which I thought was spectacular. Kind of foreshadowing by John Cena, where he goes, now some man is going to come out here, tell me I'm a Hollywood wannabe, tell me I should leave WWE. And then the man did did come out and cut him off. It was a great promo. Oh, she she did a great job holding her own against – John Cena, I love the part where she was just saying, where it was getting to the conclusion, and Becky Lynch said, if you have a problem with that, Nikki Bella won't be the only woman to drop you. Oh, yeah. And then, Huge. Uh, and then Zelina Vega and, and Andrade Cien Almas cut them off, and uh, Cena challenges them to a mixed tag match, which they obviously they get into. And so Becky Lynch a, with Cena. Some sort, it was a mixed match challenge. No, of it was a match. It wasn't a, it wasn't a challenge. But but I think that a good thing with this was it got accepted by John Cena, but in accepting, he put over Becky Lynch pretty huge, saying that trying to see what it feels like to be in the uh, 
a match with the man. Yeah. Or something like that. He totally put her over. And they, they picked up the victory, and I thought this match was great, and it was very much so enjoyable. And if this is... If John Cena sticks to something more like this for 2019, I think John Cena could be great. Like, it, yeah. it'll get people to not... Okay. <laughs> it'll get... Where, what is that on, even? Is that your cell phone? On my phone, yeah. You just have, like, a button that you press that, like... Yeah, I have a button in my phone, and whenever I press it now, it just goes like this. Okay. That's the... It's the marking out app. I yeah. think... Coming soon to I a uh, iOS or Android device near you. I think uh, I think it'll it'll definitely get people on John Cena's side rather than booing him. Listen, how his hair looked at the end of that match and the memes that came out of it are enough to get John Cena on your side. What are your uh, you guys like the uh, lightning fist or what? I'm Loved a, it. I'm a fan of it. I'm. It has to grow on me. I like it. I already edited his move set in 2K19. Why do you like it? I it's just it just adds something. But more for a to long John time, Cena. you guys didn't like it. No, I don't think I didn't. I never said that. I never said that. I don't think when we when we didn't really discuss it. Finisher. Hmm. I don't think we ever really discussed it much. Over when we, he debuted it at a live event. Yeah, and we thought that it was a total joke. No, I think that was you who thought it was a joke. I don't know. We'll have to go back to the listening. You're probably uh, like, I hope it's not his real move. I oh no, hope I it's definitely just was like that. They're in China. I'll definitely, I definitely was like that. But yeah, no, I think, it's, yeah, I think it's good. All right, so we'll have to go back to markingout.com and listen to all the past episodes to find out what was actually said. Yeah. But also yeah, during that match, before they won, Becky Lynch tossed Cena out. I thought that was great. Awesome. Mm-hmm. She she got him out of the match and then won the match for them. Yeah. Uh, backstage, though, Miz was pitching uh, matching gear to Shane McMahon, which I thought was hilarious. Shane was still rocking his uh, his Jordans in every single attire. And uh, Shane was, was against it. He ended up walking out. So I think I think it'll be funny once, like, Shane finally caves or something and they get matching gear. And I'm still I'm looking forward to them matching being Matching leprechaun tattoos. Is that a thing? Like, do people do that? It was from uh, Talladega Nights. Never saw it. Not a big Will Ferrell fan. Uh, right. Anyway, let's talk about the main event of the well, evening. Before that, there was a backstage segment with Triple H and Oscar. Oh God, talk about all these backstage segments. Yeah, I think it's a pretty big thing where he asked Oscar who she should face at the Royal Rumble for the Raw, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, and she said it doesn't matter because nobody's ready for her. And Charlotte Flair comes into the picture. Gets cut off by Carmella, and then Becky Lynch shows up. So I'm going to assume it, this didn't really make sense to me because Carmella has that Royal Rumble spot. So do you think it's possible we'll see like maybe a triple threat between them where Carmella ends up winning and then the 30th spot goes to somebody else? No. Or will like will Carmella have this match and then also be in the Royal Rumble? I don't know. Maybe. That's possible. Possible. Uh, Next up, main event of the evening, WWE title, number one contendership on the line, fatal five-way match. AJ Styles picking up the victory over Mustafa Ali, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, and Samoa Joe. 
Uh, match ended when AJ Styles hit the 450 on Randy Orton. I went into this thing and Joe was about to win. Why Joe? I Because he won that match, his spot in there. And... I think it would have been better if Mustafa Ali won, but that's just me. I mean, you know, when he was placed in this match, I was like, oh, snap. Chris was saying from last week, maybe we'll see the Royal Rumble, Mustafa Ali versus Daniel Bryan. I, that would have been, been a great match. You I, have him like almost win. I think I do think though that the only, I think the only realistic outcome for this would have been given the whole thing with Vince McMahon and like I want to see your animal, I want to see the real AJ Styles. Damn it! I think the only like obvious thing that could have happened in this match was AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan at the Rumble again. Like Ali had a great showing in this, so it still puts him on the same level. Maybe as AJ Styles, he just didn't win. Yeah. Well, AJ, they they AJ, they can't they can't just throw him to the bottom of the 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 SmackDown roster now. They got to keep him in this high profile you know spot. Yeah. And I think and again, 2019 could be the craziest year for WWE. No, I don't. I mean, we're not fortune tellers, obviously. Maybe. I think it's going <laughs> to be, and I think it's going to be a huge year for Mustafa Ali. I mean, since that cruiserweight. Uh, tournament, I said that he was going to be a star, and I'm happy. I said that he was talented and everything like that. I'm happy that now his talent is really being noticed by uh, globally. Yeah, Mick Foley uh, tweeted out about this week saying that he was a big fan of him. Yeah. Uh, Huge yeah. praise. Huge praise. Good SmackDown. They were pre-recorded. Do we yeah. care? Also, yeah. yes, I got, I'm going to say SmackDown was much better than Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And, yeah, next week we have uh, first live episodes of Raw and SmackDown of 2019. This will be, like, this will start your hard push for, um, what is it, for Raw Rumble. Now that the holidays are over and everything like that, now it's time to get down to brass tacks. But it's like, with Monday Night Raw, like, obviously John Cena, we see this great segment with him. What is, now he, oh, what's, what's on Raw with him? What's he going to, where does he go from there? Get a match with Corbin? And I said it last week too this is a pretty difficult like raw ratings wise coming up because they're against the college uh football championship game so you might see that you might see a little bit it might not be the best ratings in the world that's so maybe next this week is why, no it's this week coming up well yeah next week this monday yeah yeah so you know it's a it's a big raw because they have to produce big numbers and it's going to be a tough Raw, so maybe that's why they're having John Cena on there, and they're giving, they're baiting people in with matches and stuff like that, rather than you know just throwing it at them the night of. So, I just I wonder what segment he'll be in. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. The game starts. Uh, I think at like eight thirty. So yeah, maybe like apparently the, nine... the ratings were up for New Year's, so still not as good as it could have been, but anything yeah. anything could be better than what they've been. Yeah, the product's still been good. No complaints with that. Mm-mm. So anyway, let's uh, stop complaining and let's get on to Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. That's right, it's Shameless Plugs time. Make sure you go check out Mr. Richards at rrichards123. He always listens to podcasts and we greatly appreciate your support. Um, really, it's great interacting with you on Twitter. And we thank you so much. And every other listener, especially also Lewis, uh, we've, we spoke to Lewis recently at NYWC. He came over to us and we spoke for a little bit. 
We greatly appreciate everyone's support, especially the listeners where they interact with us and we know that you are listening. It's just a nice feeling. Thank you. Um, also, go check out Squared Circle Project at SC Project 2019. Uh, awesome stuff going on over there at Squared Circle Project. Not much is known, but we will be finding out soon. Also, ProWrestlingTees.com slash help-injured-wrestlers. That's right. They have an injured wrestlers page, which you should go check out because, you know, there is that little discount thing and everything like that. But outside of that, go support them. Go help them out. Uh, A lot of these wrestlers need help paying medical bills and whatever. So go help out them. Uh, You got Joey Janela out there, uh, MJF, uh, Joey Ryan, so many more. So everyone should go check out that Injured Wrestlers page on uh, ProWrestlingTees.com. Hey, Chris, you got a match of the week? Uh, I've got nothing. Absolutely nothing. Brandon, who are you shouting at? Hey, Vatos! Brandon, shout out! The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony recordings from 2010 to 2015 are getting the first shout out. They're finally available, and I had no idea they, they, were, they came out in April. And uh, I thought it was pretty cool. They they released 1985 through 2009, like maybe 10 years ago at this point. Maybe less than 10 years ago, I'm not sure. But I always think it's cool to hear the, the live performances from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremonies. Uh, the only thing that sucks is that some of them are missing performers and performances. Like Neil Diamond's not out on this. And a few others, but uh, it's still pretty cool. Uh, next up's going. It's going to freshly baked chocolate chip cookies. Monday Night Raw, Taylor Swift's Reputation Netflix special because that's how I spent my New Year's Eve. <laughs> I I had a, a giant plate of freshly baked chocolate chip cookies all to myself. I had Monday Night Raw, and then uh, before actually before as soon as the the clock struck three a.m. is when they released released that on on uh, new year's eve so i, I watched it at 4 a.m to like 6 and then ha- i had to go to sleep <laughs> and then i went uh finished it after monday night raw finished the last 20 minutes so if you're a fan of taylor swift uh check it out uh the last shout out is going to bob einstein he also unfortunately passed away this week uh also at the age of 76 he was one i think one of the best characters on curb your enthusiasm and uh, was never not funny, so it's it's gonna suck not to see new scenes with him and Larry David and the cast of Curb Your Enthusiasm. So, yeah. Well, those are my shout-outs. Now it's time for our hour. our mark out moment of the week i know you said no but uh i'm gonna have to say yes in that being steiner math oh okay yeah you're right <laughs> all right you're right on that yeah i popped huge for that and uh, honestly becky lynch cutting john cena off i i still want to get that sh- that scott steiner shirt 33 and a third chance winning <laughs> And, yeah, uh, that, that Becky Lynch cutoff was really awesome. Also, uh, from New Year's Eve, uh, Billy Joel played Nassau Coliseum. Uh, 
I heard it was a horror show. Yeah, because they don't know how to run a venue. A hundred percent. That's what happens. Like, I, I, like apparently they tried to get everybody in to one. Yeah, it makes no like, sense. Yeah. Why would you have just one entrance open for a New Year's Eve sold out concert? People were still trying to file in when I believe when Billy Joel was on the stage. Oh my god, that's terrible. They had Gavin DeGraw open, which I thought was cool, but uh, but during Uptown Girl, Kevin James came out in a hat and a uh, blonde wig pretending to be the Uptown Girl. But I- I'm sitting there watching it. It appears on my newsfeed from Nassau Coliseum. I started hysterically laughing. I thought it was Michael Hayes. <laughs> Dude, dude, dude! It, it looks it looks like Michael Hayes going out there and, and performing or whatever. So I thought I popped for that. I thought it was funny, uh, but that's that's the markout moment of the week. The first yeah. one, the very first one of 2019. That is correct. Well, yeah. thank you everybody Oops. listening to Mark Nat 313. Uh, next week we will talk about it's 14. 413. It's 4.13. Yeah. 4.13 okay. says I just corrected you. Thanks. <laughs> okay, I appreciate that. And we're getting close to the uh, the big eight-year anniversary of Marking Out. Until then, go to MarkingOut.com, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, Twitter.com slash MarkingOut, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11, MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. Thank you for purchasing shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com. There's a big sale going on. Use the coupon code WrestleKingdom. I received 20% off your order. Uh, Brandon's sending this picture now of Uptown Girl, and well, I'm trying to look at it. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to look at it as I close this show out. Anyway, you can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. It looks like Michael Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told dude, you. Dude, dude. <laughs> Chris Sweendog, Dave on well, it like it's a spitting, spitting image. Uh Dave on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore MO, Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. And until next week, we wish you the Michael Hayes too. Yeah, he did the USA. Best luck in your future endeavors. Michael Hayes definitely did uh, dance on top of the piano. <laughs> <laughs>